the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. We finished up our theme of dream year and did four different episodes on that. And as I was planning out, you know, this year and things that I thought might be helpful to you. And, you know, I like to do those of you that listened for a while. I like to do different one off episodes on different things and and sometimes um, a few things. But inevitably, I'm going to have themes that I want to touch on. And, and, you know, since this podcast started, I've focused on some some ones that have been very popular, like stress, happiness success, things like that, that um, I just like to dig in deeper and spend more time developing. And I did a whole thing on comebacks and setbacks. And and really, if you if you look through influence, you'll see just time and time again, we're going to revisit decision making, you know, on and on and on it goes. And even the one we just finished on dreams and how to have a dream year. And I've been thinking a lot about a phrase that all of us use, uh, life's too short. You know, we'll say life's too short and then something will follow that. could be something, you know, like life's too short to drink bad coffee, you know, like something like that. Or it could be something a lot more significant than, than just that. Like life's too short to have regrets. And I'd like to spend some episodes now looking at what is life's too short. Like today, let's just grab that big one, regrets. Life's too short. Life's too short to to live with regrets. But there, you know, there's other things. Again, when we get past sort of just, uh, you know, the the little things to to the bigger things. I mean, life's too short to have conflict. Life's too short to be bitter. Life's too short to to not have passion. Life's too short to procrastinate. And it's short and then things don't get done. I'd like to dig into these. I think I can help you with a lot of information, practical information, practical steps you can take. Life is too short and and it is, you know, let's just let's just say that it is life is too short. So just in a moment, we're going to jump in here. But let me just take a a little time to do a little advertising and, and promoting. And first thing I'd say is those of you that are new to the podcast, rickmcdaniel.com. That's the Number one place to go. If you go to rickmcdaniel.com, you will see right then and there all kinds of information about the things I do, which essentially there's maybe five or or six things you can access. There's a YouTube channel. You can watch messages that I've done. There is a link to my books, all the books I've written, eight books, including the latest book, This Is Living, which is a uh, devotional you can read for a hundred devotions like a hundred days you could read like a three minute devotion each morning a reading or meditation whatever you want to call it that's there there's also information about all a bunch of articles that I've written through the years there's also links to my daily devotions on the pray app there's also links to the Bible app, the Version Bible app, where I have a number of reading plans on there and just general inform- more information about me. But <clears throat> there's one place 
then you can go and you can get all the information and find out, you know, you say, man, I like this podcast. You know, what else does Rick do? Well, I do do a lot of other speaking and writing things and I've got new new things that are um, starting even this new year two new endeavors that I'll be involving myself in. So keeping busy, doing a lot of different things, but all things that I absolutely love to do. And I'm so thankful that I have the opportunity to pursue all these things and to uh, to spend my time doing what I'm passionate about. Talk about that. Life's too short, right? To not have passion. Share with you a little bit about my own experience and just being able to have the kind of passion and do the sorts of things that I'm passionate about. So that's the best place you can go. I'd love for you to pick up uh, my books, including my latest book. I'd love for you to be able to subscribe to the YouTube channel and watch different messages. And again, the reading plans, I think, are fantastic on you on the Bible app, the, the daily devotions are great. Listen to one every morning on on pray on the pray app. So lots of stuff for you to take advantage of. All these things, uh, you know, are so easy to access, and frankly, most of them are free, uh, except for buying a book. A lot of the stuff you can you can you can get. So I just encourage you to do that. All right, let's just jump in here today because this is just such an important theme you know life is brief what does really matter in life and and you know what what doesn't what can't we live without and what can we live without you know it's just really it's really powerful to just kind of think about it you know just really ask yourself life's too short and so today we just start with life's too short for regrets we get stuck in negative emotions about regret. It's not good. Doctors say that migraines, gastrointestinal problems can be associated with regret. We just kind of go over and over and over on, on the regrets that we have. So let's just look at the, the most uh, popular <laughs> regrets. It, it's kind of, uh, you know, you say, are, are you going to help us get out of this, Rick? Or, no, well, you know, you got to get into it before you get out of it. So this uh, comes from the University of Illinois, just a, a compilation of research studies of middle-aged and older adults on the topic of regret. So here's the top five regrets that people have. Number one, it involves education. Like I should have finished school, you know, like I should have finished my education. I should have learned another language, you know, I should have had kept up with uh, continuing ed, you know, throughout my career, those sorts of things. The second is career. Like I never should have left that job. I should have stayed there. That was great. Um, or, you know, I never should have gotten into law. I don't like being a lawyer, and got all this debt, and, but I don't really enjoy it, or, you know. Of course, or I should have taken that, you know, I, I sh shouldn't have stayed, dated that job. You know, I, I took a job I never should have taken and uh, ended up in a career that really didn't make me happy. The third has to do with the, the romance side of things, uh, which, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I married the wrong person. This isn't the right person for me. Or conversely, you know, I... <laughs> I should have married that person, you know, I, I should have married that person um, and I didn't or, you know, I shouldn't have left my 
spouse and you know all these things have to do with romance and let that one get away the fourth is around family you know I I should have spent more time with my family I should have spent more time with my kids Uh, I wish I had done things differently there and the fifth is an area of spirituality you know I should have been involved in a church I should have pursued knowing God and the spiritual my spiritual life and I didn't, and and I missed out on you know. There's the natural, and there's and there's the spiritual, the supernatural. I missed out on that whole part of of life and living, and you know the regret that follows that kind of thinking. <clears throat> and not to go too far down the rabbit trail beyond the top five, but just some others would be like health. You know, should have quit smoking, should have exercised, eaten better. Finances, you know, should have stuck to a budget, should have bought that stock back then, shouldn't have sold my house and sold another house and paid all those extra costs, you know, those those sorts of things, you know, even self-development should, you know, should have self-improvement stuff, you know, I should have worked on my anger, my stubbornness, all those sorts of things. So there's plenty of those, right? We don't need to belabor the the point. You, you know, when I say life's too short for regret, I'm sure many of you it, immediately, you know, something pops into your mind. Like it's not like it's hard to come up with it. But let's just begin with this important statement. Regret is the poison of life. It is the poison of life. Too much regret imprisons us in guilt, depression, self-pity, indecision. I mean, regret. Wow. It, it's it's not good for your life. Again, you know, it can it give you physical problems, give you mental problems. Regrets are those insidious thoughts that cause us to mourn choices that we've made. And, and we all know what that's like. Here's the problem. Regret can obscure the many practical, even courageous decisions that we did make. It's the classic way the mind always goes toward the negative instead of the positive. This is why I've devoted my life, if you want to understand it right here, to motivation and inspiration. Because people need an unusually disparate amount of positive reinforcement to make up for the negative. Depending on what study you read to, somewhere between as little as five and as much as 10 times as much. Yes, that's how we're just geared in the wrong direction in terms of the negative outlook. Obscures the good. We hold on to the bad. When I think about, you know, regrets in my, in my own life, and you could tell a, a, a million stories, uh, but here, here's, here's one, probably tell a few more, but my mother, I grew up with a little Italian lady as my mother. My mother's father moved here from Italy, and so her dream was to go to Italy. Now, one time, my mother and dad, and actually my sister, went on a European trip, so she actually visited Italy, but it was one of these frankly, sort of cheapo, if I can say that, sort of budget trips, you know, where you try to hit as many countries as possible. And there's nothing wrong with hitting a bunch of countries, but, you know, if you do it so quickly and and you just don't really get to see it. So I knew that. So I wanted to take her on a trip to Italy and do it the right way, you know, 
just spend time, go back to where where her family's from, which is a place called Bari, which is on the eastern coast, uh, south, southeastern coast of Italy, directly opposite of Naples would be, say, on the uh, west coast of Italy. And uh, wanted to take her there, you know, do all that sort of stuff. And, and then my mother got sick and then she died. And so I never did it. Now, I have been to Italy like three times in the last seven years. My son was stationed there. That That's one, one reason I was there. But honestly, also because the Italy is just is just unbelievable. I mean, I, I just I couldn't recommend it more highly. I have been to Venice and Florence and Rome and Naples and Como and Milan and the Amalfi Coast and you know you, you name it. I've been I've been around the country and it is an absolutely incredible place. But boy, I do regret not taking my mother there because. Um, She would have loved it. Absolutely loved it. If you do it right, stay at nice places and spend your spend time, you know, really digging in. And uh, and when I've been in Italy, I I just learned so many things about the way my mother was. For instance, when first time I was there, they you know kept serving us this like sort of like appetizer dish, which was cantaloupe and prosciutto. And um, it didn't take me long, you know, to figure this. My mother loved cantaloupe and prosciutto. I never knew why. I never knew why. She was just all about the cantaloupe. And uh, uh, I understood the prosciutto a little because it's an Italian meat, right? And she was anything Italian, you know, like Mario Andretti was a race car driver. That's her favorite race car driver because he was Italian, whatever the case may be. So now I understood like of course she of course she likes this stuff because this is what these people she was a huge 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 coffee drinker and you get to Italy and it all makes perfect sense so I just regret regret now I will say in a positive way I decided to do something about that which is my father had always wanted to go to a place called Banff which is in the Canadian Rockies in in Alberta in Canada and so uh after my dad died, I said, I'm not going to go 0 for 2 here. So I took him on this trip and we had just the greatest time. And I wish I had time to t- today to tell you all about that. But it was a fantastic trip and I'm so glad that I did that. So again, see, we can have regrets and then do something about them. So what, what can you do about it in the larger macro sense? Well, just refuse to dwell on the past. In regret, you only imagine how life could have been better, but not how it could have been worse. Classic. I mean, this is so, it's such a simple truth, you know, and maybe you just need a guy like me today to just remind you of that, that this is one of the most insidious things is that you sit there and you say, oh, it could have been so much better. Yeah. Okay. But uh, what about the other side? What about the other side of it? Could have gone the other direction. You know, we, you can't you can't do that to yourself. Just pick all the positives, you know, look back and say, oh, yeah, good. Would have, could have, should have, would have, could have, should have. Well, sure, would have, could have, should have with the knowledge that you have now. But that, it's just the most unfair thing to do to yourself. What we fail to do nags at us far more than, you know, the things that good that we've done. And this is what is so negative about it. Life's too short. To, to just be continually bothered and forget the good things that 
you've done and the good things that you've experienced. It's just not, it's just not a healthy way to go. It, it, it does not bring you where you want to be. The most important question is not why. The most important question is what's next? That's good. I had to tweet that. That's good. The most important question is not why. The most important question is what's next. I mean, evaluate honestly, you know, and, and just look and say, you know, look at these good memories. Look at these good things that have had, have happened and why you did what you did. Let me give you another a regret. Okay. So I started writing when I was very young, when I was still in my 20s. But I took like a 13, almost 15, somewhere in there, year break from writing, which is a massive break on time. You know, that's a lot. And when I did that, it it cost me because all of my contacts in the publishing world, all that stuff, that all went away. So I said, oh man, I shouldn't have done that because then it took me years to gain back the momentum that I had lost and get back to where I am going. Now, I just finished, literally this week, my ninth book. Just finished it. Of course, in publishing, it takes quite a while for a book to come out, so it won't be coming out anytime soon, but it's done it's done and I'm already set to to uh, to work on number 10 but that break really it really cost me and so I regret I, there's a regret I have for that but what was I doing during that period of time just like wasting time no I started this fantastic church contemporary church that had an enormous impact on thousands of people's lives and I also spent time with my two sons in their key formative preteen year. Well, even before preteen, you know, multiple children, but with them and um, their sports careers. Both of them went on to play college sports, so uh, football players. So I, it wasn't like I was doing nothing and just you know wasting time. And that investment that I made into my children, again, what's one of the top five regrets? Didn't spend more time with family. Well, I do not have that regret. I don't have that regret. I do, you know, and so sometimes you say, well, you regret this and you regret that. Well, you can't regret both, right? You know, like you regret not having written. You know, I would say, well, I should have found a way to do both. You know, that would be, that's my answer to that. But at the end of the day, if I had to choose, you know, the choice, the best choice would be your family. So these are the ways we have to be careful about how we kind of selectively remember life and our history and end up coming up uh, with uh, a version that is just not really accurate or fair. So if what's next is the question, then focusing on the future, right? That's the answer. That's the answer to, to focus on the future. The word for today is not regret. The word for today is proceed. Life's too short for regrets. It is. So the answer is let's just proceed. In other words, let the regrets spur you on. Let them motivate you to meet new challenges, to explore new opportunities, 
to improve yourself. It's not over. Your life's not over. And I mean, I don't know who I'm talking to today. I could be talking to somebody who's 15. I could be talking to somebody who's 75. I don't know who's listening today, but I'm telling you, there's still time. There is still time. As long as you're walking this earth and breathing the air, there's still time for you to do something. So let the regrets be a motivator to say, okay, what are the opportunities I want to explore? What are the challenges that I, that I can take on? And again, I can just say for myself, after spending such a huge chunk of my life starting a church and, and all, the, all the ministries and campuses and all the stuff that went with that for many years of my life, I then made this pivot and changed myself because I realized that if I was going to have the maximum impact and impact is my word, my, my ministry organization is called High Impact Living. I believe in living a high impact life. And I knew for me to reach the maximum number of people and have the largest impact, I would have to be able to spend all my time in the speaking, writing world, media world that that's where I could make the biggest impact. So even though it was a big change in terms of what I've been doing for so many years of my life, I made that change. And I would just encourage you, what are the opportunities? What are the challenges? Inaction will lead you to more regret. That is for certain. That is for certain. Just like with my mom, Instead of inaction, I took action to make sure I didn't have that same regret with my dad. That's exactly the thing I'm encouraging you to do. Let your regrets announce, yes, who you are and what you want most in life. In other words, let turn those regrets around to a positive. So if you're in, like if you're in the list, right, you know, you have a regret about your education? I have two friends of mine who went back to school in their 40s. They had started college and then quit. They went back and finished their, their degrees. You know, career, again, I just got to talking about mine. Family. You say, uh, uh, my family's raised. Well, then pour the time into your family now and into your, into your grandchildren and into your grown children. Spirituality. You just talked last week about understanding you're God and you see these incredible ways in which God sees us and have you let that just completely not be a part of your life? The Bible says, Jesus said, you must be born again. You have to be born spiritually. We're born physically and spirit. You have to be born spiritually. Like if you're not born spiritually, you're like half, you're like half a life. Like that's not a whole life. Finances, you know, like Get on it now. There's, you say, oh, I'm so behind in my retirement. Get going right now. Just make, you know, say, I'm going to, I'm going to take action. I'm going to save 20% of my income for retirement to catch up. You know, whatever it might, your health, you know. When's the time to stop, stop smoking? I've been doing it for so long. Stop now. Let's now, let's not, let's not carry the regrets forward. Let's let them announce to you that, you know what? I want to be healthy. I want to live longer. Get to the gym. Change the way you eat. People do it all the time. You don't like what you see in the mirror? Instead of regretting what you've allowed yourself to look like, do something about it. That's it. 
Life's too short. So if life's too short for regrets, then let's just identify them and say to ourselves, okay, what is it that I can do about this now? Because you have a lot of control over that. Again, there's, again, you just look at what I'm talking about, whether both the things I've mentioned, you know, so what did I do? I got back to writing. So I'd written two books before. And again, not published, but just finished number nine. So seven books after with the, you know, with the next one, one, I'm just going to keep doing it. going to keep pumping them out, keep sharing all the stuff that I think can help people that I have in my head and in my heart. And I want to, I want to get out with my mom. Okay. Then I'm not going to let that happen again with my dad. It's not going to not going to do it. Maybe, you know, again, just because something I do a lot, you know, like even the travel thing, you know, just like, oh, I'd love to go here. I was just talking with someone yesterday about this. And they're like maybe 60, 67 years old or something like, okay, still got time. You know, the clock's ticking. So like, oh, I'd love to do this, love to do that. You know, what? but, 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 you know, Forget the butts, you know, let's just get going here. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. And this person had just gotten a little sum of money, you know, not little, a good enough sum of money to take a a trip. I can tell you that. So let's do it. You know, well, physically, I'm not, well, you know, physically, you're not up to it. Just do it. Again, that can be another thing to work on too, but this is, this is the way to approach this. And then I, I would just say this, you know, about the whole regrets. And, you know, one thing that God specializes in is, you know, do-overs, is new beginnings, is fresh starts. This is, this is, this is it, you know, second chances. So, you know, if you're walking around like with this kind of guilt or even shame and that's tied to your regrets about the past, just, re, you know, just remember that you can ask God for his forgiveness and you will receive it. The Bible says that some powerful words, for instance, he cleanses us. And the word there for cleanse, it, it means like just like completely wash away like it. It would be like a giant stain and then, you know, it's washed away and you could look at it and you couldn't even ever find where that stain was. It's gone. There's another really, really, I think really powerful verse in the Bible that says he throws them into the sea of forgetfulness. You know, just like into the sea. Try, you know, try finding, just throw a coin into the ocean. You know, it's gone. It's in the sea of forgetfulness. Like it's uh, it's in the past. And one more for you, just to kind of show you how many messages God sends us. As far as the east is from the west, well, you know that's kind of a like a little riddle, right? You know how far is the east is from the west? It's far because you can never get it to the east from the west because that's the whole way the world is is made up and designed. So what, what's God saying to us? God's saying it's gone. It's like, it's impossible to be reached. You know, you can't reach the East from the West because the moment that you get to the West, you're no longer at the East. I mean, that's it. You're like, it's gone. It's, this is what God is saying. Like I'm, I'm willing, ready and able 
because of the work of Jesus on the cross for our forgiveness for our sins, I'm, God's saying, you can, you can have a fresh start. God's saying, don't live with the regrets of the past. Life's too short for that. Instead, live with the blessings of today. In other words, live with the, the way God intended for your life to be. Focus on that. And again, let the regrets simply be the motivation for you. Not that, not that they taunt you and, and, and just make you miserable, but that they simply are motivators for you to get you to, to move in the direction you need to move in so that you don't have regrets in the future. And that you understand that fresh starts and second chances and new beginnings, that is, that is what life is about. That's, that's what life's about. Life's too short for regrets, absolutely. Because life is about new things and new beginnings and fresh starts and new experiences and all that that lies ahead in your life as you proceed. Proceed. Move forward. Don't look back with regret, but move forward. Look forward and then take action to proceed forward into a future that you envision for yourself, that you wanted, and make those dreams become a reality for your life. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.